Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. We put this time aside every Thursday morning for a media giant, a great judge, great, great judge, but a media giant, Fox News. You know, you heard, um, who was it just now talking about uh, Roger Ailes? Um, was it my last guest? I forget now. Said I went to Roger Ailes. Oh, Bill O'Reilly was talking about it, how we disagreed with Roger Ailes about um, Mitt Romney. So this guy, uh, Judge Napolitano, big star on Fox News, and I miss all those years, and has his own podcast, which does very, very well. So, Judge, welcome back on this beautiful Thursday morning. How are you, pal? Uh, good morning, Sid. <laughs> Great to hear uh, from you, my friend. Great so to- last night Thank before you. I went to bed, I got a message from my producer passing on to me a note from you saying the judge should listen to Nigel Farage this morning. Now, I was without telling you where I was, I was unable to listen. What the hell did he say? No, he's just crazy. It doesn't matter what he says because his accent, he, he could say the same thing that anybody else says on this show every day. But the accent just makes me crazy. But listen, he, he said what we say. You know, he's in London, but he's uh, he's very in tune with what's going on here. And he loves Donald Trump. He thinks Joe Biden is a creep, not just uh, old and demented, but corrupt. And, you know, he really believes that uh, he's going to destroy the world. And he said, listen. Uh, the Ukraine-Russia stuff, don't forget, we are 3,000 miles closer uh, than you are. And he said the people in Poland are absolutely terrified of what Putin may do next. So it was interesting to get the, the European look, the London look that we talk about here in America every day. He certainly right. seemed a lot more nervous about what the Ukraine-Russia conflict could mean than, let's say, people like you and I. Well, I I share his view. I think he's a great human being. He quite properly led uh, Great Britain out of that socialistic uh, European Union. He got a lot of guff for it, but he uh, prevailed. Uh, Joe Biden's war in Ukraine is on the verge of World War III. And it's because Joe Biden wants to run for reelection as a wartime president. He doesn't understand the danger of what he's doing. Five hundred thousand soldiers have been killed about 450,000 Ukrainians and about 50,000 Russians because Joe Biden who could stop this war tomorrow even this afternoon when he sees um, uh, President Zelensky in Washington Joe Biden is determined to fight this war so that he can be another FDR we have spent 113 billion dollars That's one-eighth of the entire defense budget on this war. Joe has just asked for another $28 billion. I know you're not a a fan of uh, Matt Gaetz, but those guys may actually stop the $28 billion from coming out because Kevin McCarthy and Chuck Schumer are lockstep together in favor of giving Zelensky another $28 billion, half of which he'll probably steal. I don't know if you saw, that was great, Judge, thank you. I don't know if you saw Merrick Garland's performance yesterday and uh, Jim Jordan and a host of others. Uh, I thought they really exposed him as a liar. And more importantly, 
corrupt. You know, again, here we go again. You know, the appointment of David Weiss and when asked about, um, you know, him him actually getting involved in this, he said, I don't even remember talking to the president's son. I think it was Jordan who said, you don't remember talking to the president's son? And his answer, Merrick Garland, was, I just can't recollect. And you know, of course, when people say, I don't remember, they remember very, very vividly, but that's the only lie they can tell. And I thought Merrick Garland really blew it yesterday. And if you have any doubts about whether or not the attorney general is corrupt and a Biden lackey, man, those doubts have been removed as of yesterday. Yes? He did a terrible, I agree with you, he did a terrible, terrible job. Listen, I know him. As a colleague and a judge, he had enormous respect as an academic, as an intellectual, and for being intellectually honest. And quite frankly, in his decisions as an appellate judge, he was very, very supportive of government and very supportive uh, of law enforcement. He has been an abomination as the attorney general of the United States, and he's just the wrong person for them to send up there. And I know they subpoenaed him. So there's nobody else that the Department of Justice can send. But uh, public performance and sparring with somebody as sharp and aggressive and as in touch with the needs of the people as Jim Jordan. I'm a big fan of Jim Jordan's, as you may know. Uh, it, it was just no match. So Jim Jordan is even a, even a lawyer. He's a gym teacher. He started out. But he did a better job of cross-examining this uh, the, this former federal judge and attorney general of the United States than Merrick Garland did answering. It was just, it was unwatchable. And no matter whose side you're on, it was unwatchable. How about this story? This one uh, really raised my eyebrow this morning because, of course, I'm very, very friendly with President Trump and I love him. New York Governor Kathy Hochul yesterday signed a bill, Judge, setting the state's presidential primary for April the 2nd, potentially which, of course, is no accident, potentially putting former President Donald Trump on the ballot as he stands trial in Manhattan for the hush money criminal case, that ridiculous case brought by the fat, stupid Alvin Bragg. So here Hochul does that. It's no coincidence. It's not just an accident that that date is a date that Trump may be in court. How reprehensible is that? I think it's reprehensible, but it's politically meaningless. Nobody's going to oppose Trump for the Republican primary in the state of New York, and whoever did so would be trounced, just like he's trouncing everybody else. It shows Hochul for the left-wing tool and fool uh, that she is. She is probably the worst governor uh, the state of New York has had in the modern era. When was the last time in your—and I mean this— in your long Hall of Fame radio-slash-TV career that you referenced a politician, because I thought it was amazing, as a tool. (laughs) (laughs) There's no double meaning there. I I loved it. Trust me, it was great. great. I'll say it it a little more elegantly. She's an instrument of the left. She's an idiot is what she is. She's an idiot and then all those ba- – an instrument and a tool and all those things. And whether it's the crisis here with the illegals in New York City, I mean, uh, she's all excited that President Biden – we did talk to her. I'll give her credit. Mayor Mayor Adams got nothing. He got nothing. Mr. Biden of Brooklyn, the president couldn't care less. At least she got a chance to talk to Biden, Hochul. But this deal that they made with the Venezuelans, I don't know. I'm not that smart a guy like you, but – 
uh, they're the only group of people that will get work authorizations in less than 180 days. And for me, one word comes to mind, oil. Listen, Joe Biden is a tool of the left as well. (laughs) They want these people to come here because they want them to vote. Across the Delaware River in Pennsylvania, the governor is about to sign legislation that will allow anybody who gets a driver's license to vote. And in Pennsylvania, you don't have to prove citizenship to get a driver's license. Look at that. That will probably start to spread to New Jersey uh, and to New York. So this is only going to get worse before it gets better. You know, I was looking at the numbers, going back to Trump for a second, and uh, folks are like, hey, it's still early. You know, it's still early. Shut up, God. That may be the dumbest stock comment I hear, and I hear it all the time. Folks, listen to me carefully. It ain't early. It ain't. And if you're telling me that in five months, Iowa is going to be some type of watershed. He's killing everybody in Iowa. Killing everybody. And now the numbers came out this morning, and he's destroying everybody in New Hampshire. He's up by 36 points on Ron DeSantis. So all this talk, it's early, blah, blah. The guy's been indicted four times already. What else do you need to say, I don't want him? It ain't early, folks. Know what it is? It's over. It is over. It'll be legitimately over, meaning there'll be nobody even challenging him uh, after Nebraska. He's, he's running the board. I mean, the, the more they uh, indict him, the more they attack him, uh, the better off he does. Same thing, by the way, with uh, Bibi Netanyahu. I don't know your opinion uh, of Bibi. I love him. Uh, I love him. He, I love him. He, to every, me, he, every he's, time he's, he's, he appears he, in court, every time there's testimony against him, because their trials are different. They do it two days here, yeah. and they're off for a month and another two days. They don't try the cases the way we do. But every time he does those two days in court, no matter how damning the evidence is against him, his approval ratings go up.